extra extra. Read all about it. Okay, John, what are you talking about? Also, read what? Okay, okay. Listen all about it then. On the Bible Story Podcast coming up, we read a story that would have made headlines for sure. We dive into the topic of healing. It is too good to miss. John, uh-huh. when I say healing, you say, what's up? <laughs> right? No. This is a pep rally. <laughs> no? That's what it felt like. Yeah. Uh, well, there you have it. That's John Draper <laughs> over there, uh, my co-host with Mediocre Pep. Yeah. Go team. <laughs> and my name is Brayden Poich, and we are the hosts of the Bible Story Podcast. Okay, so, so what is your question, Brayden? Okay. What is your question? We're getting into it. All right. I'm doing an intro. I'm, I'm riffing, <laughs> I think is what the kids would say. Uh, okay, John, when I say healing, yeah. what is your first reaction? Ah, my first reaction is I think about my wife. So last week I talked a little bit about my, uh, my wife's story, about her being healed from back pain. Mm-hmm. That was a big deal. Um, so that's what I think of. But it did not just transform her life. It transformed our whole family's life. This past weekend, we were uh, in Banff National Park doing some tent camping. Wow. And a person with a bad back just doesn't do that. So her healing about, I don't know, eight years ago now, uh, that was pretty significant and uh, it's changed our whole family's lives. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's what I think of. How about you? Well, John, if I'm honest, which... Mm -hmm. I usually am. Yeah, please do. Please be. <laughs> please, please do. Please do be. Um, okay. It, I have a hard time with this one. Okay. I, I well, gotta, why is that? I, I got to say, I, okay, it's not that I don't believe in it, and it's not that I don't think God, you know, wants healing for us, but, you know, I tend to over-intellectualize everything, and that's what I do in this scenario, and I can't wrap my head around it all. It, It is one of those things that's, beyond explanation maybe yeah. why we call it a miracle right yeah and so you know i struggle sometimes with the signs and wonders and and specifically healing that we see in the bible because it doesn't fully make sense to me right it doesn't even halfly make sense to me sometimes <laughs> um you know i also think in the past truthfully um within christian circles and within churches there's there's been hurt for myself and personally maybe confusion around this topic mm. um you know, I've been, I've been prayed for in regards to healing, and I've also asked God for healing. And truthfully, both scenarios have led to some, some struggle and, and some pretty big disappointment. You know, the, the outcome didn't seem to be as immediate or recognizable as I, I, I would have hoped for. You started this off super vulnerable, so I just want to say thanks for doing that, because that's welcome. not necessarily an easy thing to do just to jump into that. But I think you're right. I, you know, I think as Christians, we often struggle uh, sometimes to understand that the vastness or what's a better, a grand nature uh, and mystery of God. Mm-hmm. Um, there are things that we just can't explain that are just beyond us. And mm-hmm. the answers don't always come how we expect, but Braden, I, I appreciate your honesty and vulnerability. Well, you're welcome. Um, you know, and I, I think it's important too to say that like you, you and I, we... <laughs> In case you haven't noticed by now on the podcast, we don't have it all together. We don't got all the, we don't have all the answers. We don't pretend to have all the answers. And so I thought, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've got all the answers. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. You yeah. could ask me anything. I'd have an answer. 27 times 12. Uh, uh, gosh, not math though. 
Okay, so yeah, we don't, you know, we're we're here. John and I are are growing in this relationship um, along with you guys. We that's right. Okay, enough about me mm-hmm. for now. Thank you. <laughs> uh, okay, so today we are reading from John five one to fifteen. This story's it's really interesting. Has some really cool kind of historical aspects, which you know I love, uh, and. You know, it makes me think really hard. So there's, you know, these are three of my favorite things. I like this story because within 15 short verses, like this is not a long, a lot of scripture. No. There is a lot packed in here. We can learn a lot from short snippets as well. Yeah, so. it's a really good reminder. Yeah, the, the, the 1 to 15 is full of layers in this mm-hmm. one for sure. There's a lot going on. Like an onion. Yeah, I was going to say that, but, you know, copyright. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, you're right, John, and that's that's a really good reminder. So let's get back to the story, or I guess start the story. Yeah. Okay. So here is some history or actual, like, architectural. Ooh, hard word. big word for you. Facts. I mean, for all of us. For all of us. So here's, this kind of makes it interesting. We got to set the stage for the story. So the story takes place in, in a public pool house. Now, these, these were common you know, a common structure at the time and in the area because people would, you know, go across town to get access to water. They didn't have taps. There wasn't like a pipe system or a plumbing, you know, central water system like we have today. And so they would have to go to where the water was as opposed to the water coming to where they were. You following? I, I, th- I think I'm put, picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> Perfect. I'm drinking what you're pouring. Pouring? Great. So the this would have been often like kind of a centralized point within the town. So lots of people through through these places. This particular pool structure, it says in the Bible, had like these large pillars. Hmm. These pillars would have been holding up, uh, you know, the ceiling, and probably would have been easily thirty feet tall, and and marble or rock or limestone, sandstone. That's, something that's like a big. That's a big area. It's big. Some of these pool structures now would have kind of had like a central fountain or pool area, and some would have had walls, and some would have just had the pillars holding up the roof over top of cool. it. Cool. So public, there you would have been able to pretty easily see who was in and who was out of those places. Um and and individuals then would have been scattered kind of throughout that building. So, so that's that's so the this, stage. This particular pool then, it's in it's in a town called how do you pronounce this town? I say Bethesda. Bethesda. We'll go with Bethesda because both of us speak Hebrew and Greek and so we are very well versed. Neither in of that. us do do either of those things. <laughs> That it would be more true than what neither I just said. Neither or either. <laughs> so Bethesda had the reputation of being a, a, a of having some healing properties with the, within this pool. Yeah, the pool did. So it, people obviously, you know, you you hear people being healed, and the rumors spread fast. So people from all over the region would want to come to this pool to be healed from all sorts of different ailments and and illnesses and sicknesses. Yeah, that's that's right. And there's kind of a trick to or a rule about this healing though, right? Yeah. People would come from all over and they would wait outside of the pool. And it was said that the first person to enter the pool, the morning an angel would appear, that person would be healed. Hmm. Okay, so an angel would appear, which was I guess just normal. That and was, and that then was... then a mad rush yeah to the pool like you'd be pushing people out of the way if you wanted to be if you had some yeah, if you were crippled there's no way no not a chance no so it does say in the bible that some of those people would have like a second person waiting with them and and they would carry them in as fast as they could i would carry you in Aw, i thanks Braden. i would tr- try to carry you in 
I'm pretty heavy. <laughs> Just <laughs> joked. I'd carry you in. I'd also like sabotage the other people so they couldn't, you know, wow. play the long game. Yeah. Well. <laughs> So, John, just to reiterate, you're saying that only one person at a time is healed or, or every time that this angel would appear, only one person got healed. Yeah, that's, you know, that's how how the story goes or how the yeah. history uh, tell us in history. So, hmm. uh, which leads us into the main part of the story, right? Okay. Where we meet a man who had, who had been very ill. He had been sick, get this, Braden, 38 years wow. he had been sick and had been waiting at the pool to be healed for, well... <laughs> A really long time. We we don't he's, know how long, but yeah. if he is sick for thirty eight years, yeah, he, he could have been waiting there. He'd for been 20 sick years. longer than you'd been alive, which is kind of a crazy thought. That is kind of crazy. So unfortunately, to be the first in pool, you like you said, you either had to be quick on your feet or you had to have someone to carry you in. And this guy was neither quick on his feet nor did he have anybody to carry him in. So he was kind of in a tough spot. John, honestly, that kind of sounds like pretty unfair. Well, what you just said there, it sounding unfair, is totally fair. <laughs> That it sounds unfair. Uh, <laughs> if that wasn't confusing, let me go on. Uh, we see this, you know, this type of thing a lot in this time period, right? Uh, the systems that people devised and came up with were unfair or greatly imperfect, at least, mm-hmm. right? Uh, like we had have talked about before with animal sacrifices and how people would try and pay their debt of sin. It's right. It's just not quite perfect. Not quite there. It works partially sort of yeah and so and and so when we say you know we see this a lot in the time period what we're saying is before jesus's death really correct um and and so we read about those things in the old testament and and in the beginning of the new testament we're seeing then humans kind of well they're trying to solve problems which humans naturally do but within our own capacity and our flawed nature and our and our sin really we can only solve small parts of the problem and 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 we're actually we can often see biblically and and even today that we're trying to solve problems without the intervention of god we're like we're humans we can do it on our own sort of mentality yeah and and our own solutions are only covering small portions of the problem right? right like it's not the whole picture no god's solution covers the entirety of the issue at hand right okay a man he had been sick for 38 years, waiting by the pool. Now what? Well, Jesus is walking through the area and notices okay. the man, right? Uh, li- he's lying there on the mat and waiting for his turn to receive healing by somehow right. getting in. He's basically hoping that everyone gets healed before him and he's the last one to be the first one. Here's a part that it, like sticks out as a little strange to me. Jesus asks this, asks this man a question that I, I don't fully understand. He says, he asks the man if he wants to get well. Okay, why do you think that's a strange okay, question? Okay, well, let's, let's take a look at the scenario. The man okay. the, who's been sick for 38 years, lying on a mat, you know, probably visibly ill because we know he can't get himself from where he's laying to the pool fast. You know, would have some physical ailment. And, and he's laying on a mat by the pool that is well known for healing people. It, it seems obvious that he wants to get well. It, it, from my point of view, it seems like a redundant or rhetorical mm. question. Yeah. Like, of course he's there to get well. Again, that's, that's very fair. <laughs> uh, I think it's a good assumption. Uh, I think the question Jesus is asking here, though, uh, it's, it's a little deeper okay. than what maybe we're reading into it initially. We will see why shortly as the story continues, okay? Okay. Okay. So Jesus then listens to the man speak about how he's waited a long time, but it's been, but he's been unsuccessful at getting himself into the pool because there's been no one to help him or, or carry him. 
So Jesus commands the man, get up, pick up your mat, and walk away. Hmm. Which the man does, just like that. Years and years of waiting. Like, did I say years? Years. Emphatically enough? (laughs) Like, years of waiting. And within moments, seconds, the instant Jesus says these words, the man is healed. It's just unbelievable. Unreal. Yeah. So and there would what have been else? an audience too. There would have been people there to yeah. see that. Other all, people all, are waiting for healing. All these other people yeah. who are crippled or sick or whatever uh, issue they might may have, yeah. they're like, "What just happened?" Exactly. And that and that man being, you know, unable to move, laying by that pool, probably was well known by people in the area because that's a central location. Yeah. People would have said, "There's the man again today, waiting by the pool." Yeah. So. Yeah. Because because he'd been there for so long, it was his. He was the regular. It was his only hope. Yeah, exactly. Or so he thought. Okay, so I truthfully, I like what happens next. Actually, maybe more than I like the healing. Um, All right. Not that the healing's not super cool. It's pretty epic. Okay, but Jesus then just well leaves. Like he dips out of the scenario before any crowd gathers. Before anyone really notices that Jesus was the one that did the healing. Yeah. It he. It's very kind of coy. Like he just yeah. slides in, heals a man and slides out. Yeah. And, and, the, and the man, you know, obviously super excited and pumped about what just happened. Yeah. And is, you know, he's recognized by some of the Jewish individuals nearby and then ridiculed, hmm. of all things, ridiculed for picking up his mat. <laughs> like, get this. He's ridiculed for picking up his mat on the Sabbath which is the day of rest right. in in the Jewish So uh, picking up his calendar. mat was too much physical exertion apparently. Apparently, yeah. which is ridiculous. <laughs> which is ridiculous. I I throw myself in this man's shoes okay. or sandals or bare feet cuz he's by a pool but like he just defends himself and is like that man told me to do this. He told yeah. me to pick up my mat. I've been obviously ill for a very long time and so I gave it a shot and I was able to stand up and pick up my mat. Yeah. Which is a miracle. Like he's like guys celebrate with me. Like what's going on here? Yeah. Why are you giving me a hard time when we should be partying? I can, uh, yeah, I can only imagine that this man's like frustrated or flustered, you yeah. know, at the reaction to his healing, the, p- the people around him. He's super excited, yet for some reason getting in trouble for picking up a mat. It just doesn't really make sense. Yeah, it's definitely not the reaction he or any of us are expecting as readers. No. And, and even for the Jewish individuals who have been seeking and searching for a Messiah, they were so caught up in the law of the Sabbath that they were seemingly missing the miracle that had hmm. just taken place right in front of them. Yeah, like, they were this like, is crazy. They're very distracted by the mat of yes. all things. Yes. Such a simple thing. Yeah. I, okay, so Jesus then, here's the thing. He like kind of left, didn't let a ca- crowd gather, but then Jesus finds the man on the way out of the pool and says to him, see, you are well. Do not sin anymore so that something worse doesn't happen to you. Okay, all right, Braden. Yep. All right, you're, you, you said you're going to hold me to it, so I'm just going to jump in with both feet. Did you catch that? Uh, all right. Uh, that part, what you just read, is why I think Jesus, um, you know, the part where Jesus asked the man if he wanted to be well, mm-hmm. that's the explanation. You just read it. Okay, so let me, let me snowball here. All right. Okay, so then... The idea that God's healing and grace isn't like, it's not just physical because Je- so Jesus here, he's saying, do not sin anymore. So it's I, from my understanding, John, I'm seeing if this is what you're pitching at me. Mm-hmm. It, does it mean that Jesus is saying, well, 
he healed the man physically. We we see that represented, yeah. but then do not sin anymore. He's also healed that man's spirit. You hit a home run. <laughs> Woo! Uh, so it's unlike our human systems. Yeah, we see that you know yeah. this this game this man was playing by waiting by the pool, but Jesus fully heals this man physically, spiritually. You know, we we recognize here that God fully heals. Yeah, he covers him completely. I agree with what you've just said. Like, it's not just a temporary solution of, of I've, you know, for us today, hey, I've taken a medicine for my migraine, but right. I still have migraine issues. Solves the problem for today. For today. Covers right. the symptoms up. Jesus heals. When he heals, it's complete. Hmm. It's, it's a lifelong change. Specifically for that man's heart, um, it's softened. Right. Right? It's, he is sensitive now to what God has for him. Well, and he would have been putting his hope in the miracle of the pool. Right. And now who's he putting his hope in? Jesus Jesus Christ. Right? Yeah. Man, I I, I do really appreciate that idea. My mind is a little bit blown here. There's a lot going Mm -hmm. on. But it does, it's it's starting to make sense, okay? I mean, for me, even on my best of days, the solutions, the, the, the problems that I think that I've solved, you know, those solutions need changes and adaptations and, and revisions all the time. Uh, me too. <laughs> I, I am notorious for coming up with a solution, I think, that just is partway, halfway, ah. just not quite complete. <laughs> okay, John, I do have, I have one more question for you, and here it is. Okay. I understand that the Jewish leaders might have been upset for some reason, but I don't really get mm-hmm. why the emphasis on the Sabbath and like what picking up a mat, like picking up a mat to me seems so minuscule and like small. The yeah. guy was leaving, like he would have had to clean up his space anyway. Yeah. So can you delve into that? I, I, sure. I'm confused. Okay. So without going into hundreds and hundreds of years of Jewish history, right? Uh, the Jewish people, uh, they were burnt badly. They right. learned some very, very hard lessons. And so they went to the extreme of saying, we're going to follow every single law. Mm every single command of God, and then we're going to put a bunch more around that command right? so that we don't even come close right. to breaking that law. It's a little bit like, hey, uh, Braden, if you could please uh, not enter this room, mm-hmm. and you're saying, okay, I will not enter that room, so and just to be sure that I don't, I'm not even going to enter that building. Right. It, it becomes a little bit excessive like there's no yeah there's no chance but but i'm yeah so so they've confused things right at Mm. one point jesus clarifies things about the sabbath and says the sabbath was made for people not people for the sabbath okay Mm. so that's my paraphrase uh they wanted to honor god which is good yeah by by following the sabbath but they got confused with and and other things that honored god like healing right uh don't necessarily uh, go against the Sabbath. They are aligned well right. with the Sabbath and the idea of resting. So I don't know. Maybe I've gone on a little bit too long, but does that answer it, your question? It does. I mean, it gives me a, a framework. Okay. I do hate to sound like a broken record, although I love to sound like a record. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I still find this topic difficult to understand like i I appreciate the conversation today it has helped me kind of wrap my head around it more Mm. but i mean maybe it's perhaps that i don't get it 
spiritually. Mm. I think cognitively or, or intellectually, yep. m- mentally, I, I get it. I understand that someone can be sick and then not sick. Right. And that can happen within divine intervention or, or God's will. But it doesn't then always just sit with me peacefully. Like there's a yeah. friction there. Yeah. There's a tension, right? Yeah. And I think that's really fair. I don't think you, let me say it this way. You don't have to understand everything. No, no Christian, no person mm. needs to understand everything. And we're not going to understand everything now, right. nor even in this lifetime. But uh, God does understand everything. Right. And just because, you know, we're Christians, you know, and we read the Bible, it doesn't always make sense. Uh, it doesn't mean that uh, we're not growing, and there's not mm. some, uh, necessarily some security in that, right? It's like, okay, right. I might not understand this today, but God in his time will reveal that to me. Hmm. I, you know what, that takes some of the weight off, I think. It does for me. You know, I might get clarity, but almost also saying like, if, God, if I need to understand that, if God can reveal mm-hmm. those things to me mm-hmm. and I can rely on his timing That's as right. opposed to my timing. I mean, you and I feel that though, personally too, we work at a summer camp and we teach kids about God as, <laughs> uh, yes. as a passion, yeah. as a calling. And so there, there is, you know, even, even the ones that, being the ones that host this podcast, it does feel like there's more of a pressure to say like, hey, those are the guys that have right, to have like the answers. We're, we're, the, we're the answer guys who've got all the correct answers, like, which is right. totally not Which is so all. wrong. We, that's not <laughs> <No>. our tagline. <laughs> um, I think having that posture of being a student is mm. more important than being a posture of, of a teacher. God is good. We know yes, that. Yes, he is. We know that his grace covers our, our missteps, our mistakes, our sins, our, our... We've got so many of those. Our total lack of yeah. understanding. I mean, well, good. who can understand that, God? Yeah, that... that Okay, that... So, I so, feel good. So, Braden, what's your takeaway for today? If I had to sum up all of my thoughts, and, and today there was a lot of those thoughts, into one specific idea, I think it would be that God fully heals. Hmm. Emphas, emphasis on that fully it's not halfway healing. It's not, I'll heal this part right now and 20 more percent of it tomorrow. It's, it's fully. It's physically, it's spiritually, it's emotionally, it's all of it. Hmm. I really like that. Growth tip time. Growth tip time. Uh, a time where Braden and I share a tip or challenge that helps us grow in a relationship with Jesus Christ. So, Braden. What is on the docket this week? Okay, I, I do. I think I was inspired by writing this episode, and and also uh, by you. <gasps> okay, no, I don't, inspire you. Don't let it go to your head. Oh, <laughs> it's too late. It's too late. I am an inspiration to Braden. Uh, everybody, write that down. Uh, mark it on your calendar. This is a big day oh for me. Um, wow, it's just the ego is I filling the really, room. Really, feel good about things right now. <laughs> So, oh, right, uh, Brayden, yeah. how, how, do, how do I inspire you? Okay, well, I, I think I learned today, you know, from asking questions, and you're the only one in the room to ask questions to, mm-hmm. so. That's funny. Eh? <laughs> asking questions, <laughs> I, but I think I learned that reading scripture with someone is, is really important, uh, and also asking questions with that person, but I think the growth tip for today, then, is, is find someone that you can read scripture with. You know, don't just always do it alone and you know there's personal devotion time and that's great 
But reading scripture with someone and having that open dialogue around it can be really good. Hmm. Helps you grow or, or help me grow today. So go through a story, go through a chapter together, enjoy the process. Well, all joking aside, Braden, uh, you inspire me as well uh, from time to time. So uh, <laughs> it's good to to be able to do that. And hopefully this episode has brought us up some good questions for all of our listeners. Remember, you can always reach out to us if you have uh, specific stories you want us to cover or questions that you want answers. Uh, Braden, where can they do that? Okay, they can do that at the Bible Story Pod. That's our Instagram handle. You can give us a follow. You can share a photo. You can tag us in questions or whatever. You can also subscribe to this very podcast wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Hey guys, thanks so much for sharing with your friends. Remember, there's nothing more important than a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. Take care. Hey, John, okay, could you imagine doing something really nice for someone and then having to defend yourself after? Nah, no, that would be ridiculous. Okay, but this is exactly what happens to Jesus. Jesus, the Son of God, has to defend his actions and identity in the coming episode of the Bible Story Podcast.